0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zunja Glass. Feel free to call me Z. I apologize about the audio. I'm not in the studio right now, and I'm recording directly from my phone because this is a very important message I want to get out. If someone called you a giraffe right now, would you argue with that person? Would you get in an argument with, the, with anyone saying, I'm not a giraffe, I'm not a giraffe? You wouldn't do that. And why not? Why wouldn't you have that argument? Because you already know your truth and you know who you are. So there's no need to get in any argument with anyone trying to prove something that you absolutely know is not true. You know what's true from your angle, that you are not a giraffe. Now follow me a second. This is no different than worrying and stressing yourself out when you're trying to change someone's perspective about you. You're trying to change the way they see you. You're, 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 you're stressed and worried or upset because someone is not believing something or someone may have accused you of something or someone is lying on you or someone is talking about you or someone seems to not like you and you don't understand why. And you didn't do anything wrong and you don't see why this person acts this way and why won't they act right and, and, I, and I don't get why they why they respond this way. You have to know your truth and go on. My mother taught me that before she died. She said, baby, know your truth and go. No, that's not right. She said, baby, know you're right and go on. Know you're right and go on. And I used to be like, what in the world do you mean by that? Know you're right and go on. And what my mother was teaching me is do not spend your time in fruitless conversations and having arguments with people. And you're not going to change their opinion anyway. Sometimes you just have to know what's true to you and go on and be about your business. Your main focus has to be, and not you, I should say our main focus, has to be looking up, seeking the face of God, seeking uh, knowledge from him, seeking wisdom from him, growing, and trying to dive into our scriptures and understand what it is that he wants from us. What more can we learn? That's the focus. Up, not down. You can't spend too much time down on the ground, stooping low, having these fruitless conversations and arguments or trying to convince people of things that you already know to be true. I pray to God that you continue to strive and go higher. And I pray to God that one day when you leave these people alone, one day they can meet you at the top. So I don't mean go higher in terms of arrogance, but your focus can't be on that. You may say, well, Zia, well, how is that so? Well, let me give you an example. If someone is saying things about you or not liking you or or, or, or it could be a family member, it could be a friend, could be whatever, or there's things going on and you just, you, you, you completely disagree with the perspective that they have on you or what have you. Keep your focus on God. Get in the word. Don't spend your time trying to argue and fuss with them, trying to change their minds, because you're not going to change it. If anything, you're going to reinforce it. That's one of the most valuable lessons I learned many, many years ago. I used to go off. I used to curse people out, especially when I feel something ain't right or, or, or that, that ain't who I am and, 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 and this is who I am. And I always thought the words, the words had to portray who I am. I had to say who I am. I had to fight with you and get you to see that that's not who I am. You're, you're not painting the right picture of me. And so at every chance, turn, when something would happen or someone would say something or someone would feel a certain way about me, I would go, you know, uh, tit for tat trying to uh, change their perspective, especially if I feel somebody lied on me or somebody don't like me because of what somebody else said. I thank God for wisdom because it took me years to realize I I, I can't stay down low like that. If you choose not to like me, if you choose not to love me, or if you choose to sit and talk about me, or if you choose to sit and be entertained by others talking about me, I do not have the time and the energy and nor do you to wear yourself out trying to change that situation or be at home being all stressed out and worried and and panting and all upset. And I just don't understand. And why is this person like this? And this person needs to change. You're not going to change that person. People are going to believe what they want to believe and they're going to say what they want to say. You change them by your life. And what I mean by that, you can't force change on someone. But every blue moon, if they look up and see, man, this is not Im- impacting this person at all. Dang, this person's really growing. Dang, this person's growing in her walk or his walk with God. Dang, what is this business this person started? Wow, what is this organization? This person's over here helping. They're going to see your life. In other words, let your life speak for itself. Let your life speak for itself. And, and, And stop trying to convince other people of what it is. Just be it. You are too precious, too blessed, too anointed, have too much going on in your life. To be sitting down, crying, upset and worried because of somebody not liking you or saying some wrong things about you or what they're doing or they're not inviting you to this or that. Or my co-workers don't seem to really want to spend time with me. Sometimes people at church, you may feel like even my church members act like half of them. They don't like. No, 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 no. You are too precious to spend your time in all of that. What your focus has to be, you got to realize it's a trick. I've done so many podcasts on this. Go back and listen. You've got to realize it is a trick to keep you from focusing where you need to be focused. Your focus needs to be upward on your relationship with God. Now, sometimes it can be you. Sometimes you need to hear a thing or two about your personality or your attitude or the way you treat people, the way you talk to people. And sometimes people don't want to fool with you because of who you are. But that's okay. You don't worry. You don't have to worry about even trying to, to, to defend that when you sit in the presence of God. You can't help but change. I remember when I stopped cursing everybody out and being all upset about stuff and and, and people talking about me and this and that. I remember, and I think I did a podcast on it called Seek God First with a question mark. If you haven't listened to that one, please find it. I don't even remember which episode it was, but it's called Seek God First. And in that episode, I talked about how upset I was when I first started going to some Bible studies and I wanted to sit and talk about how everybody was doing me wrong. Because I felt like the whole world was against me. I felt like so many people was doing me wrong. I had lost one or two best friends because of some backstabbing and a number of other things going on, even in my family. It was just not good. And I I remember being at a point, and I said in that podcast, it was either go to Bible study or go to jail. I felt like I didn't have an option. That's, That's how I was feeling at the time. Because I was so upset by just all the things going on. But let me tell you something. God revealed some things to me as I drew closer to him. As I start sitting my butt in my closet and listening to the Holy Spirit, letting God guide me, getting in my word, you know, reading passages and scriptures and just sitting and praying instead of just praying and walking away and letting God start to speak to me. He starts showing me some things about how I wasn't right, <laughs> how I was selfish, you know, how how I talked too much, you know, or how I treated somebody else. Or how, you know, I forgave you. Why can't you forgive them? There's so many things that he put in my heart and changed me. It is unreal. And I just began to draw closer and closer and closer to God. And I was hurting. I was crying. I remember when I did that, when I did that episode, one of the fears that I had, and you may have this fear is, wait a minute. If I don't address these issues, if I don't, if I don't give, if I don't match the energy they're giving me, then they're going to take advantage of me and I'm going to be a doormat. And they're gonna be able to walk over me. And I remember feeling that, and I remember crying, saying, But God, they're getting away with everything. They're getting away with it. This ain't right. And you and I know they're lying, or this person's hurting me, you know. And I'm just like, God, I feel like they're getting away. And you just got me sitting here in your presence praying and reading my Bible. Like, what is this gonna do? First, let me take care of all of those situations, check a few things, get my life in order, curse, maybe one or two more people out. I'm just keeping it real. Then I got time to sit and pray to you and be silent and see what you're going to do. And God's like, no, 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 no. Seek first his kingdom and all these things will be given to you. I think I read, I don't even have my Bible in front of me right now. I'm sitting in my car literally recording this because I feel it so strong in my spirit. Someone needs to hear this. But I think it's Matthew chapter six, because I, I think chapter six, 25 through 33 or so, that's that whole passage on do not worry. Somewhere up around 33, 34 in, the, in that verse, in that chapter, you're going to see when he says, um, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. And I remember having such a problem with that because I'm like, what do you mean seek first? How how can I seek God first when all of this mess is going on in my life? How is that even possible? My finances was messed up. My marriage was messed up. My kids was acting like they lost their minds. I had friends backstabbing me. I've had people talking about it was just horrible. And I'm like, how dare I remember being in that Bible talk and thinking I'm not coming back to this mess. I just remember thinking these women are too weak for me. I'm sorry if I'm yelling. I'm speaking with passion, so I'm sorry if it's coming across as yelling. But I just remember thinking these women are just too weak for me. How is it that they're sitting here praying out to God, asking him for wisdom and guidance and all of this other mess is going on in their lives. But it took me a while to realize it takes more power and strength to go and humble yourself before God. I don't care if it takes days, weeks, months, in my case, years to go and humble yourself before God. Put it all in his hands. Cry out to him pray to them you know half the time I really had nothing to say I would pray for maybe five minutes and sit for like an hour it took me years to realize that that's where the true power and strength was that that's that strength I thought it looked weak I I, I absolutely did you saying something about me and I and I'm not gonna respond are you kidding you, you're not showing me love or, or, or not uh, reciprocating what I'm giving out. And I'm supposed... Oh, no, no. So I thought it looked extremely weak. And I just remember bawling and bawling and bawling like, God, please. This is just a mess. I'm a doormat. But let me just tell you something. I'm encourage you with this. Um, I remember my mama used to teach me, baby, know you right and go on. In that... God began to whisper words of wisdom in my spirit, changed my character, changed my heart. My light, my life, I should say, began to be what I was trying to force others to see. That's a pretty strong statement. My life began to be and reflect what I was trying to force others to see. I'm not making that up. I kid you not. I stopped arguing and fighting with people about it. I just left it all. I I, 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 I have one friend that says, I I don't know what had happened. You just kind of disappeared for a while. Wasn't on social media, wasn't getting back on messages, wasn't getting with nobody. No, no, no. I had to block everybody out. All of it was a distraction. God began to speak to me and work through my spirit, work through my heart. All those other situations where people were grumbling or talking about me and doing this and that. I won't go into the detail. I'll just say it's amazing how God flipped it and worked it all out. I had to just take my hands off of it and lift my hands up to God. He began to give me some creative ideas and concepts. He began to talk to me and give me business ideas. He began to have me writing, which I'm still not done with my book, by the way. I'm working on it. But anyway, he began to get me writing. He began to to speak to me and show me things to do. There's another podcast I did. It's called My Testimony. Find that one if you can. And that that gives more examples of some of the ways that God began to speak to me. But he began to make powerful moves in my life. And before I knew it, God changed the whole situation around. Baby, you cannot praise God and go to him and give your all crying out in tears and really give your all to him day in and out. The Bible promises us you can't cry out to him like that and be in his presence and then turn around and be trampled up on. Read Psalm 91. Read Psalm 1. Go to that one. Read Psalm 1 and and see what he says about the man that meditates on his law day and night. I think he says something like he's like a tree planted by streams of water who yields his fruit in due season. I think it goes on to say whose leaves does not wither. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. How the heck is that possible? Because you're spending time in the presence of God and you're pulling all all of that foolishness aside. So. Again, sorry if I'm yelling into my phone, but I love you all. And I know that there are some people out there hurting, crying, wishing that people really knew who they were. Saddened by how they're being treated by friends, family members, coworkers or what have you. Now, I do want to say if you're in a life threatening situation or something like that, please seek help. I'm not saying stay in an abusive situation where your life is in danger or something. That's a whole nother subject. But I love you all. And I'm trying to tell you, you're being tricked. You're being tricked because the devil wants you to keep your focus on all of that penny any stuff. I know that's an old term word. I'm from the South. But all of that penny annie stuff that don't even amount to nothing. He wants to keep you involved in all that. God. In fact, the next time a, a friend, so-called friend, somebody calls you up to tell you what somebody just said about you or what they did and they promoted this per- or they did this and they just say, you know what? I, I, I appreciate you trying to look out for me, but I don't have no time for none of that. I can't look down. I got to look up. I got to look up. I got to look up. So you walk in your truth. Know your truth. Know who you are. And you come to know who you are by sitting in the presence of God. Anyway, I don't even know what I'm going to title this podcast. This is all freestyle. Just me sitting in my car and picking up my phone and making up and, and start and pressing and record. But anyway, I love you all. I love you all. I love you all. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness podcast. I pray this has encouraged you. Bye bye.